Welcome to the Easy Answer Podcast. I'm Brandy, plant-based chef. And I'm Vanice, writer and plant-based adjacent. On this podcast, we explore thought-provoking conversations around food, share our point of view on current events, and explore how to be plant-based adjacent in this processed world. Hey, Vaughn. Hey, Brandy. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I just came from the seaport area. And I went with a friend to get some ice cream. She wanted rum raisin. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh my God, I've been on a rum raisin kick. And luckily, lucky for her, like she lives right by Fulton Street. So there's like a housing badge right across the street, like soon as you leave the train station. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, like, do you have non-dairy options for those of us who were converted by Brandy? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we have this raspberry sherbet. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This was a Haagen-Dazs, a Haagen-Dazs store. Yes, they have raspberry sherbet. Raspberry sherbet. Yes. Because that's also going to say that's problematic on many levels, and I'll tell you why. So Haagen-Dazs was one of the first people to market with a non-dairy pint. You understand? They came to the market with four flavors that were non-dairy. So for them not to offer at least one ice cream version in the store during a time when plant-based living is all the rape that's a missed business opportunity for them but it's not it wasn't the store it was like a kiosk so maybe that's the reason why no (laughs) (laughs) i don't know they're pushing they're pushing their non-day offerings i don't know it seems like a missed opportunity but okay got it so you got some sherbet no okay (laughs) I heard of um, rum raisin and then like I was there for a couple of hours and she lit and that's close to the seaport. Mm-hmm. So when we walked down to the seaport, there wasn't Van Loo in there. Mm-hmm. And we know, you know, we love them. But tell people what Van Loo is. There's some people who are like, Van Loo, what's that? Okay. It's an ice cream shop, but they have so when you go there, they have one side dairy, one side non-dairy, non-dairy. Mm-hmm. So they have like a lot of cool vegan flavors, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got like a raspberry crumb, which is what I got the last time too. Nice, nice. It was so good. Like you could, you could like try it again. You know, yeah. okay. I have to try. You know, I have, I had an experience with Van Leeuwen. First recipe iteration of their non-dairy options wasn't too impressed, considering I spent seven dollars a scoop. Um, but I have heard that since then, like they have really gotten better with their recipe, and it's worth giving them another try. Definitely. And you know, another thing, they tell you what's the milk. They tell you if it's like oat milk, coconut milk, um, like they cashew milk. They mm-hmm. tell you what milk it is that they use. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's I wanted to try Praline's one, but it was sold out, of course. Uh, what was the base? What milk? It was oat milk based. Mm, that's interesting. It was so good. OMG. Mm-hmm. I love oat milk ice cream. I mean, and I can't believe that Van Leeuwen, who's a relatively new company, is like running rings around haagen Really? Well, you got to remember, haagen has been, when you've been in the game longer, it's harder for you to convert. You understand? Because you are complacent. And, it, and then remember, Van Leeuwen's also, I don't know about complacent. They did come to the, I'm taking up for them only because they did. I don't take up for anyone. <laughs> I don't. I will take up for brands in early. A lot of people didn't notice, but haagen was one of the first brands, them and Ben and Jerry's, one of the first brands to bring a non version of their traditional ice creams to the market. Their first year, haagen had, um, an exclusive deal with Target where they were offering up four flavors only at Target um, of those non-dairy flavors. I read about this because I read about all things non-dairy, plant-based, and I ended up um, finding these ice creams and was honestly really impressed at how close. Yeah, they're delicious. Okay. Yeah, they got to like the, they got the bars that are non-dairy now. And they're yeah. Delicious. 
they're 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 great. So um so yeah so but it's always harder when you've been in business to integrate something new because remember you have that brand recognition there. People have a they have something that's a Hagen Dazs brand as a Hagen Dazs flavor. So if you come to the table with something less, it could potentially like just kill the whole brand. So it takes them a little longer to um to be able to produce those like new categories into their offering. Whereas a company like Van Leeuwen, which is a little smaller, not as seasoned as um, talking about billionaire um, problems as opposed to millionaire. Yeah. Problems. <laughs> They can take a risk. You understand? <laughs> they can take millionaires more. can take risks. That billionaires, <laughs> billionaires. You want to keep your billions? You gotta. You want to come to market a little slow, 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 a slow walk out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. so I was really happy to like because Vienna has like a lot of good flavors and stuff, and they had you know different. They had so many options like. Legit, they had like probably 12 on the dairy side, 12 on the non-dairy side. There was no, you know, there was no shortage of options. Whereas like if I go to a Hagen Dodge or a Baskin Robbins, you have like, they're like, do I say, do you have anything that's non-dairy? And it's just like one little one that they have. And I have to like it. And if it's like a chocolate-based ice cream, I'm like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't like chocolate. But I'll tell you, chocolate is one of the easier ones to convert to plant-based. Um because it's so forgiving, right? Whereas something like vanilla, there's not really a place to hide there. Like chocolate, you can hide behind that cocoa. So it is. it tends to be the first, when people convert, they tend to go chocolate first because it's so easy. That's what we say about black people. We're just so great and so easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So guys, the reason why we're talking about non-dairy ice cream, well, first off, it's the summertime, right? It's hot. Yeah. Ice cream tends to be associated with the summer. So one, two, we are launching our 30-day non-dairy challenge next month, right? April, yeah. not, not April, September. 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 Hello. September, right? In September, we are challenging you all to, um, to give up dairy for 30 days. That's it. That's it. And we're not going to let you do it alone. We are going to help you through the process. What does that mean? That means that we're going to give you suggestions of different ways that you could swap out. Um, there is probably here now. There's so many options. There really are. Like, yeah, like people now who are complaining about dairy um, outside of cheese. I'm still I'm still riding for you follow your heart. Gouda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we love. Yes. <laughs> that is one. Hello. And specifically the sharp cheddars. The sharp cheddars are not there yet. And honestly, all of the vegan cheeses don't have good meltability. We have to be honest That's about true. it. They all don't melt well yet. You know, we're very, very well, young. Your life has a block now and you can shred it on top and it melts better. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, we continue to evolve. I mean, they're evolving, you know? Ooh. And we love them all. <laughs> Yes. So what we're going to do over the next couple of episodes is talk to people who are not plant-based, who are interested in or exploring a life of um, dairy freeness. I don't know if that's a word, but we just coined it on the Easy Answer podcast. Hashtag dairy freeness. Hashtag dairy freeness. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to bring on our first guest in the series um, named Andrea to join us in this conversation. Hey, Andrea, welcome to the Easy Answer Podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. 
<laughs> yes, yes. So who tell us before we get started, like who tell us who you are? I'm Andrea. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrea. I'm realtor, model, and serial entrepreneur. That's me in a nutshell. All right. Look at that. Look yes. at that. Cool. Thank so you guys for having me. Nice to see you, Vaughn. <laughs> Hello. Why my light just fell? I had to grab it. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home studio here. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we keep it real chill. So, um, Andrea, mm -hmm. like, you know, we're yes. kicking off a very free challenge and um in a couple mm -hmm. of weeks. Yeah. And um the one thing that we do know about you is that you you're dairy free. I am. So I'm proud. Dairy free and proud. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. And how did you get there? Tell us about your journey. What why did you decide to become dairy free? And um, let's just start with that. I mean, first off, for me, my journey was one where as much as I loved cheeses, and I noticed when I was growing up in the Caribbean, I'm from the Caribbean, growing up in the Caribbean, I always drink cow's milk. That's what I drank growing up. It was no problem. I migrated here, and I noticed when I drank cow's milk, I would have you know, to discomfort, you know, run into the bathroom. And this continued over the years. Um, and I really had to find an option. So once I started introducing like almond milk, that, well, it was soy milk. First it was soy milk. Yeah, it was soy that. milk first. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I really? Can that. Yeah, I liked, yeah, I like soy milk. Girl, listen, it was, okay. not anymore. Not anymore, because there are too many options available and I've moved on. But I loved it because that was the only thing available at the yeah. time. So I was quite happy with it. And then as it introduced, you know, um, well, now we've gotten oat milk. But I mean, of course, it was almond. Then it was, of course, coconut milk, something I grew up on. But I mean, I was a knocking bag coconut milk on my own back home. You know, we would usually use it for cooking purposes, not necessarily yeah. to drink. But it was cool. That was another option. Then they would do the almond coconut blend. So I love that as well. So I'm like, okay. I'm blend okay, so I understand. Yes, yes. So once they provided those options to me, I'm like, great. I can, I have, I have an, uh, you know, I have a option for, for milk. So that was taken care of. But then I, for many years, I had an issue really trying to find yogurt. Like I was a big yogurt eater. I loved yogurt. My favorite one was Chobani, Chobani flips, Chobani. I was I was all about it. And I knew that wasn't healthier for me, but I loved it, right? That was the, that was the thing that was keeping me from going completely, you know, off the rails. I would try different yogurts and so forth. And thankfully, to have a great friend like Brandy, she introduced me to a couple, you know, I was like, eh, you know. And then I found, I think, about two of them that I'm okay with, that I, I eat from time to time. Now, I'm, I'm not having yogurt every day as I did before. You know who I found the other day? Have you tried So Delicious Yogurt? Yeah, I like that one. I really like that one. And and you know what's good too? Um, Almond Breeze has one that's like Chobani Flips where they have the little sides inside of it, like little coconut or little almonds or whatever. If you oh, really? Them. Okay, yes. I'll try that. <laughs> so that one is pretty good too. Those are the two that I would gravitate to also. And then... Um, there's one called Coco June that Brandy absolutely loves. Oh, and she, she is like a Coco June advertiser. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> and I actually like that one too. Um, I've only it tried one flavor. It has like unusual far. flavors. Very yeah. unusual. Like, you know, they're very unique in their mixtures, but I can yeah. appreciate it. I can definitely appreciate yeah. it. Um, so, yeah. So, once I conquered that, and then the only thing left to conquer for me was cheese because Brandy introduced me to like 
ice cream. And once I found, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't a heavy ice cream eater when I was having dairy. I really wasn't. But it was nice to find ice cream that was so delicious that I enjoyed just as much or even more than dairy ice yeah, cream. Definitely. And so I was, and I want to people that once I get something that I love, I go off the rails. I'm like, well, let me see if I can make it. So, you know, I've, I've done some- <laughs> You try to make non-dairy ice cream in your house? I did. <laughs> I did a no-churn non-dairy ice cream and it came out excellent. I actually okay. made my mom a non-dairy rum raisin ice cream. Remember Brandy? <laughs> I made my mom a non-dairy and it came out delicious. They're like, when you- I want that. Like, you need to make one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was great. It was great. Um, so, I mean, so, these are the these are the steps I took. It was like eliminating one thing at a time, finding mm -hmm. a solution for it, you know, and we're back to cheese, right? I heard you guys oh. mention cheese and I will say to this day, I still have not found a cheese that I love. Like macaroni pie is one of my vices. My mom makes an excellent macaroni pie. My mom's from Barbados, she makes macaroni pie and it's amazing. And I need to find cheeses that I can give her to make me macaroni pie because her macaroni pie is like nobody else's, none other, I'm telling you. So that is my issue is trying to find a cheese, but you know, I, I just like don't put cheese on things at this point. I'm just like, it's whatever. But have you, you tried know? real life? I like real life cheese. I tried real life. I tried their mozzarella and I tried their sharp. I really like Veal Life. Um, you tried their Parmesan. It really shreds like Parmesan. Didn't try their Parmesan. And it's really good. Too. Yeah. And then also, follow your heart. Gouda cheese is. I haven't tried their Gouda, but I tried something else from Follow Your Heart, and I was not impressed. You like? I thought you liked that pepper jack. You thought it wasn't spicy enough, but you didn't think it, it was. wasn't hot. right. As I said, I liked something from it, but I yeah, it was pepper jack, right? I liked the, the pepper jack was cool. You know, it needed some more kick, but I mean, it was. It was okay. I'm still, like I said, I'm still not there with the cheeses. I'm still, you the know, often than none, when I go to the stores, I'm probably not purchasing cheese. <laughs> I will, if I see, like you said, the Gouda, if I see that, I will purchase it. So Try it. It's so good. I've, I've converted at least two people <laughs> with the Gouda alone. It's for the Gouda. See, the thing okay. with cheeses is the soft, the soft. I Check. feel like yeah, it's easier, right? Easier to yeah. read. And I guess Parmesan technically would be considered a hard one, but it's also a cheese that we tend to experience in like in part. Like we you don't know, you know how like you take mozzarella and put it across a whole piece. Yeah. So it's really dominant. Whereas Parmesan is something that you shred in something and it's just an accent. So it doesn't have to be perfect as long as it's close enough. You're like, oh wow, what can right. I right, so right. It's a sharp, like you said, um, Andrea, like to make a macaroni pie, like that's all about the sharp cheddar. It is, and we haven't gotten there. Yet. I made a macaroni and cheese the other day, and my mother made hers, like traditional one, and I made mine. Uh -huh. So I put like Veo Life. They have a block of cheese now okay. that I used to shred inside of it, and then they have the shredded cheese in the bag. Okay. And I'm, so I used this, I shredded the cheese inside of it, and then I used a couple of slices of the um, Follow Your Heart Gouda. And my mother was like, okay, this has a taste, but now it's not thick enough. So then I like tried to put some flour in it, and, and then I put the shredded cheese on top with breadcrumbs. 
and burnt the dango on top because I put oh, it in the boiler because the cheese didn't melt, you know? And you have to realize that this cheese is not going to melt. Like, you just have to, like, wrap your brain around the fact that it's not going to melt. Yeah, that's that's a big issue for me because you really can't have macaroni pie with cheese doesn't melt. <laughs> I think and, and, and the cheese adds to that flavor. Like, it's a burst of flavor, you know? So if my mom makes macaroni pie... I might want to sneak sneak a piece, you know, but I don't want to have that be my situation. I want to be in a situation where I'm not even like, I'm like, oh, here, make this for me, you know, with my cheeses yeah. and my things. And then if if what I've done with my family is I slowly converted them, you know, with certain things. <laughs> no, I really did. Because like once I discovered originally with soy milk, so I discovered that I brought it into the house. I gave her like, hey, why don't you try this? And she's like, oh, this is not bad. So we started that and then with almond milk. And then and now there's no more of regular milk being bought here, except for her carnation milk because you know she has the English in her and she loves her tea. So she has to have carnation milk with her tea. But outside of that, she drinks, you know, almond milk or coconut milk or almond coconut or even the oat milk, you know? So but that's what I do. It's like if I find something that works and I know it's gonna be delicious, I introduce it to her. And my brother, which he's not, he's, he's gone, he's not non-dairy as well. But that's what you do. You like one by one, introduce it to them. And then once they're like, oh, this is great. Oh, oh yeah, I want them. Like mm -hmm. ice cream. Ice cream in the house is non-dairy, except for my mom's rum raisin, because she loves rum raisin. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, but the hardest thing, I agree with you, is the macaroni and cheese. Like, how I'm going to go through Thanksgiving and not have macaroni and cheese? And these cheeses aren't melting. Like it's not cheese. <laughs> like I know you got you got to play around with that one because you're not. Yeah, I was gonna keep trying the recipe. Different yeah, ways. and you're not gonna get. I always like to set people up with. You're not gonna get like a one to one. It's very very rare. Like and especially not at this stage. Like. But where we are today with Coco June, well, yes, we need to reach out to them to sponsor us because I totally, she's like in love. She's in love. <laughs> Listen, if she sponsor you guys, just send some my way, you know. I'll promote them as well on my IG, like why not? They're so Great freaking They you know really, how? really do a good job. They no, they do. do. Even that's the texture. Yes, and, that's and it has like it has like depth to it, you know. That creaminess, that mouthfeel that you're yeah. after, you know, especially if you are a Greek yogurt person. But you have to realize how long it took us to get there. Like, yes. remember, yes. like even even when we're talking about soy milks, right? We, that was the only milk option that was, really right? Really was. Yeah. <laughs> and recently, we start to explore these random milks: I mean, hazelnut milk, walnut milk, pecan yes. milk. Oat milk, but it's oh, what is it? Chia seed. I've seen chia seed milk recently, which I thought was. Great. I don't know how I feel about that one. I'm, I'm, I'll pass. They have us in a place that we're like, like I would start to stalk brands that I love, like Cocoa Bliss, Coconut Bliss, ice cream bars. I would go to the grocery store, and if they didn't have it, worry the poor people that work in the produce section, like, why don't you have these bars? <laughs> you know? like, yeah, and it's like. It shouldn't have to be like that. Like there should be another replacement here, you know. But you got to remember, guys, these people are running businesses, right? And so if the if they don't feel like they can sell the product, they're not going to keep on demand, right? Yeah. So that's why it is important, and I'm happy you brought that point up, Vaughn. It's important. People don't realize you can advocate for your lifestyle yes. at your local stores, even at restaurants. Like people don't realize at restaurants, if enough people come into restaurants and say. 
you know, I want better options. Now, I'm not saying you can go to like the Kennedy fried chicken and be like, I want y'all to get some, I don't know, <laughs> get some organic salad. That's where I go. No, that's no where I go with the Kennedy fried chicken. That's just it's not, not the market for it, boo. Right? Right. <laughs> but you might be able to get them to get you like it might not be like an organic green salad, but you might be able to get them to start offering salad with the fried chicken chunks on the top. Any of this with the fried chicken chunks. That people are asking for more things. So it is really people when it's business is about money. So if you can tell people that they can make money on it. They gonna figure out how to get it to you. I mean, look at look at Brooklyn or any area in New York City that's been gentrified. Um, how you look at the evolution of bodegas that used to only have, you know, what like quarter juices, bottled water, maybe like oh, the quarter, quarter water, right? The quarter waters in the rolls, and now <laughs> they got fresh juices in there. They got wheat bread when you get your when you get your sandwich, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But that's they have options, yeah. demand, right? People are asking for it, so that's the good side of capitalism, you know. That businesses do pay attention, but I think that when it comes to being dairy free, when it comes to exploring it yourself, like Andrea said. You have to be able to wrap your brain around the world without the stuff that you love. And you're like, how can I not have my macaroni pie? And for me, that's mac and cheese. Like, I have to wrap my brain around that, you know? Like, and for some people, it's just too hard. All they think about is the things that they're not going to have, the things that they're going to deprive themselves of, you know? They don't think about the things that, how their life's going to be better, how you're not going to be randomly farting for no reason. I also, like, I also like, think that the thing that people should do when they're trying to, you know, join the bandwagon or whatever, just become into your body, I think start researching and trying different things early. That's what I did. Like, it wasn't just like, I'm going to do this cold turkey. Like, oh, I literally was like, okay, I need to find a solution for milk. I did. Boom, that was one thing. Then it was like on to the next thing that I love. On to the next thing. You know, that's I feel like you need to do it gradually because so many everything has dairy in it. And it's so ridiculous. Everything has milk. I did a I did a month of sugar. And the fact that I'm free, I generally my packaging to see what the ingredients are. And so many potato chips have milk in them. It's ridiculous. Why chips have milk in them? You know, Why so the are there chips? Well, it's because it's because of the casein that they want us to stay addicted. So there's a there's a triad of food production: sugar, salt, fat. If you can get those all into things, um, it keeps people to continue to come back. And um, Milk actually has all three naturally. Sugar, there's it has a, the sweetness from the pasteurization, salt from the pres, from the preservation that they, they do it, and then fat because it's milk. So it shows up randomly in processed foods just because it adds to that addictiveness of um, of that product. Okay. But see, and I would say for me, throughout this process of no sugar, process of no dairy. It's made me more aware of what I'm putting into my system because by checking my package, packaging, you know, and ingredients specifically, besides, oh, well, wow, 
I'm not eating that anymore, not having that wine. And it's a laundry of things that I'm no longer going to include in, in my day. And then some of them, like sweet and salty popcorn, I'm going to keep that because it's not that powerful. I mean, there are certain things that I'm definitely not going to have anymore. So it ends up pulled as organic or non-dairy. And when you, you pick up the, the bag, there's milk in it. What is the bottom? You know, and if you don't pay attention, you just buy. The gradual process is, is, is what's best. That's just my advice. But I think that for a lot of people, like we said, you know, people don't want to take things off of their plate. Because then they think like, I'm not going to be able to go out and enjoy time with my friends. I'm always going to be worried about what I'm going to eat. You know? Well, somebody in the pack though have to like needs not to get gout, right? So if you can commit to yeah, gout, not the gout. That's 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 the thing, right? So somebody's gotta gotta have a foot. I feel like people, not everyone, but a lot of people just always want to fit in. Like this, why? You know, don't you don't have to do everything everyone does. You know, you have your own. Like I've I've been non-dairy, you know, and I haven't eaten meat in over, well, non-dairy probably three years, I think, maybe longer, I'm not even sure anymore. And, but, but eating meat, I haven't eaten meat in almost 19, 20 years. That's all. And that was before it became a thing. Like it's a thing now. It wasn't a thing when I did it. You know, I just feel like, so what? I didn't, I, I don't care, though, right? I don't care if people don't eat this and don't eat that. I'm just like, hey, I, I don't want it. I'm not having it, I don't eat it. The end. I went. I went to an event the other day, last weekend. They had nothing for me to eat. There was ribs. There was this. There was chicken. I mean, everything. There was rasta pasta. There was macaroni pie. I had nothing to eat, but it didn't bother me because am I gonna go eat those things that I haven't eaten in so long? No, I'm not. I'm completely fine with it. And I, I was like, you know, people probably looking at me like she's sitting at this table without any food, but. I didn't get up. I just sat there, enjoyed the music, and kept it moving. Yeah, and it's like you—you you must have a really strong why because, like, what Vaughn was saying is that most people don't don't have that. And I think a mix of some of it is the, you know, maybe I don't want to be out on an island by myself because, like, I don't know, everybody else is gonna let me do it. And then some of it. It's really deep rooted, like as far as car like food has a lot of emotional association. Yes. Your mom has this amazing, you know, macaroni pie. Even even what you said earlier, your mom will she's dairy free except for that carnation milk because it's so yes. rooted in her culture. It really right? is. She she's not gonna have her tea and it has to be, you know, Lipton tea. She's not gonna have that without that carnation milk. Not yeah. Happening. So yeah, not a lot of they, they laugh at me because you know I won't. I'm not having it. Like you don't want to. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want it. I'm good. I'm good. They make jokes, but I, I'm fine with it. You know, because at the end of the day, this is my choice. Like, we're all in charge of our bodies and what we decide is best for us. So if you want to to make a different choice, that's fine. I, I respect your choice. But Definitely. Just respect mine. And for me, one of the main reasons why I needed to go non-dairy was because I had a near-death experience. And um, I found out I had fibroids, and mine was definitely, you know, had me on the, 
on the low, on the lowest of the totem pole. You know what I mean? And um, I know that dairy, you know, five boys love dairy, right? They'll feed off of that and grow and get bigger. And so for me, I need that to be my reality. Um, so for me, that alone in itself is no for me because the fibroids are taking all the lovely nutrients in my body and starving me of the iron that I need. So yeah, that is that's enough of a why for me. That's it. Yeah, that's enough of a why for me. Well, it's, thank to you. me, it's like it, it can't be that serious. No, no, no not, not, not for no cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love me some food. Y'all know I love me some food, but I ain't, I ain't dying for no food. Uh, that call? So thanks, Andrea. I want to thank you for sharing. Thank you guys for both having me. I appreciate charity. it. Charity with us. Thank you so much. Yes. And Vaughn, any final words before, before we close out? What I would say is that in the beginning, it's not easy to go dairy free, but I think that if you decide that it's something that you want to do, you will realize that you know you will feel healthier, and you will. It's, it's sort of like everything just start. Your body starts to feel different. You know, don't you think so? Absolutely. And I think I that's know. that's what's important. It's about being healthy. All right. Nice. Cool, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning into an episode of the Easy Answer Podcast, where we have thought-provoking conversations about food and share simple ways for you to stay healthy in this crazy world. Now, again, we are starting a non-dairy challenge, 30-day non-dairy challenge. So stay tuned for details about those coming soon, how you can join and how we can help you give up the dairy. Alrighty, guys. Bye. Subscribe to here our shows that come up weekly. Yes, 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 yes. Subscribe. Yes. Keep me on. Keep me on topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so subscribe. You get notifications. We do episodes every week. Oh, and we haven't even announced. We should announce this, right? We actually are going to be um on the uh what is it? We're playing on Manhattan uh cable Manhattan network news. Oh. Yeah. So, you, if you subscribe and give us your email, we can send you. We're going to start to set out a monthly newsletter. Yeah. So subscribe, leave your email in the comment, or um, or just email the easy answer um, podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. Until next time, keep it easy. Take care of yourself. <laughs>